Welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. We're back again covering Temptation Island Season 3, Episode 9. And we start off, we've got the post-bonfire discussions going on. So from the end of Episode 8... And first of all, we see the girls. So, what what do you reckon of some of the some of the discussions going on there? Well, I think Erin was the one who surprised me the most. She was, I mean, I don't know what she wants from Corey, Dave. I I, I don't get it. I don't think he's done anything wrong. I know, obviously, you know, we, we find out later on that you know he goes on a date with Amanda, and there is something there, and he's with Amanda a lot. But it seems to me that she's really hung up on this. He's not said he loves me. Thing, yeah, is, I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but it, it doesn't really seem a basis to sort of pivot your whole relationship and say, well, that's it, fuck it, I don't want to be with you. I don't know. Very bizarre because she really, her fangs came out in this one, Dave. She proper claws came out, didn't they? She's been really sweet all the way through this. Yeah, she's so up and down. <laughs> I she don't know which way I think Corey should go. From day one, she's been the one... She's been the issue, hasn't she? She's the one who, you know, got them on this show. She she wasn't sure what she wanted. But then, as soon as she's landed, pretty much, she's decided, oh, no, actually, you know, it's me that's the problem. And, you know, I've just been giving Corey a hard time. And, actually, fuck, I fucked up here. And, and she's been pretty consistent with that, you know, for the last few weeks. But then she almost seemed to be in a mindset of, like, you know, well, he, he seems like he's already forgotten me. You know, forget the fact that producers intentionally show you the stuff that's going to wind you up. I mean, she's forgotten all that. It's just like, ah, oh, well, yeah, he can do whatever he wants kind of thing. So, yeah, she seemed a bit more agitated than I've seen her before. And, um, yeah, like you say, the claws came out a little bit. I, I do wonder for the long-term future. I think this couple will stay together, won't they, Corey and Erin? Yeah, I think so. But I agree. How long when they're out does she just revert to type? Or just treating him like shit again? Because you can actually see from Corey's perspective as well. You know, he's not going to do anything with Amanda. But you can see him kind of thinking about it. And it's like, I feel safe. Interesting choice of words there, wasn't it? Mm. I feel safe with Amanda. Yeah. Now, if that was the other way around, Chris, I'm sure we wouldn't be quite looking at it the same way. <laughs> you know, we'd be we'd be talking about abuse a bit quicker. But I, I just wonder, you know, is is uh, at some point he's going to decide? You know, am I okay being treated like a doormat? Yeah. Or you know, do do I maybe explore these things? This re-discovered uh, confidence that I've got. You know, that that uh, I'm not a complete douchebag, as I've been told, you know, for the, <laughs> for the last however many years. Um, you know, and, and maybe there's something better. And I, I, I just think they'll make it out of this series now. Not convinced for the long-term future of them, though. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm totally with you. And I think... I know later on there's quite a revealing stuff in there with Corey and Amanda. So so you're right. And I, I picked up on that as well, the safe side of it. It really was interesting. And it look, it's a bizarre relationship. We've not been able, we've nine episodes in, we've not been able to decipher what is going on here at all. She, and like you said, and it's not being disrespectful because it's a life, but she's a college 
soccer or football player, there's no money or career in it really, Dave. Unless you really become a professional and make it. Now, luckily, you know, the ladies' football is, is getting better and there's more money in it. People can actually make a professional career out of it. But there's still that this disparity. So I don't know whether, because it's a be-all and end-all, and by the sounds of it, that has been their life. And Corey's life has just been, you work around my football you know, uh, so I don't, I don't get that dynamic at all. And that's not being disrespectful to her. But, but again, you know, I've, I think you're right. I think they won't last long when they get out. I don't think Corey's going to do anything. I think he's literally going to treat with the respect she deserves or don't deserve, depending on what your point of view is. And then they'll probably split up. Hmm. I, I think you know, there's, there's some context that we're missing, isn't there? Because. Yeah. I know college sports are, are much bigger in the US than they are over here in the UK. And and so it's difficult to really understand, you know, how big a part of that is is it in our life. Um, I, I used to run cross country for the school, Chris. You know how many times I've thought about that for the last, you know, 20 or so years? <laughs> it's a round number. <laughs> <laughs> is it one number, Dave, as well? <laughs> it's... Yeah, it's a single-digit round number, you know. <laughs> or I may have, have dropped it in conversation. So it's only less than five times over twenty odd years, because it just doesn't matter. It's fucking school, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like it's something you do. It's a hobby. Nothing's going to come of a career of it, um, it, you know. So fucking get over yourself. Yeah. <laughs> thing you know so actually she used she said something later on that um you know she realizes she does hold resentment over her ex-boyfriends and soccer yeah i thought it was weird yeah i i i, I had no idea how to really interpret that what, what, what resentment does she have the fact that she enjoyed playing it the fact that she didn't succeed beyond college level i i don't know. I, I, I can I can sort of relate to it from when we were in the band. So long after you you've left and moved out of Manchester Day, but a couple of years after you'd left, I did get to that point where the be all and end all of us being in the band was literally resentment because I resented the fact that I'd missed so many family functions, dues, you know, because we were gigging. There were so many things I'd missed. And then, and this is not trying to be too serious, but um, my nan got diagnosed with terminal cancer and literally I didn't hardly see her because we were gigging. You know, I'd see her every now and again. Mm. I didn't spend enough time with her. And I think that's just a natural guilt, but I did have resentment towards the band and the gigging because I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to spend time with my family. And that's one of the reasons mm. I, I left the band. The first time I left once for a year and then come back, but, but yeah, so I, I I can understand that resentment. But she's if she's playing at a semi-professional level, then her life is pretty much dictated to her, isn't it? That that's the thing, Dave. They use that, you know, even at, at her level, there will be people telling her what mm. to do and everything. So maybe it's that. Maybe she doesn't feel she's got any freedom. Yeah, it could be. Um, I I just find it weird to to resent something that all we've heard up to now is how great it all is. Mm. And, you know, the the fact that, you know, she's she gets on and, and Curry doesn't get it because he's not been in that world. Yeah. You know, she was discussing that with uh, Griffin, um, you know, uh, on her very first date, wasn't she? You know, the fact that, oh, it's great because, you know, he understands playing soccer. 
I, I don't know, Chris. I, I just don't get her. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I think it's the bottom line. <laughs> I'm with you. I, I don't understand it either. And I, and I think as well, like, you know, just moving slightly on from then, he's, I think Blake's playing Chelsea, you know, Dave. The more this 100%. goes... 100%. <laughs> every time I see him, and I know she's, she's no shrinking violet herself. She's absolutely been looking for an out with Tom. And she never, ever acknowledges, we've said it over and over, but she never acknowledges what she's done. It's all about Tom and her justification for kissing Blake. He hadn't kissed uh, Sophie until tonight. But again, Blake, oh my God, he's so, he's so cheesy and transparent. I'm sat there going, fucking hell, Chelsea, come on. Can you not see through this guy? But then I'm also thinking, well, you give what you sow, Chelsea, as well, because she's not a nice person, I don't think. No, it's funny, you know, the, you contra- contrast kind of Erin's thoughts. And, and actually, you know, everyone, they come back from the bonfire and they're a bit conflicted and what have you, but Chelsea's not asked. She just was not asked at all. Blake's there, you know, with his cheesy slash slimy putting all the fucking roses on the um or all the flowers on the bed outside and stuff and she's just lapping it up and i just feel it's as authentic chris as the color of his beard that fucking boot polish will wash off very very quickly I was going to be very crude then, Dave, but I'm not going to be very crude. I was just going to say there'd be a lot of hair dye at certain points in her body if she carries on, but there you go. But but also, I don't think Tom's that far behind, Dave, because I think he's got it going no. on. It's that spray mane he's got going on, he's definitely David Guest. Definitely. Um, <laughs> he's not far behind. But, but Tom, look, he sees what's happened with Chelsea, so he decides to go for it. It was there. Him and Sophia, I just think it's a weird, creepy relationship. But... She's so enthusiastic for him that, you know, I think she's probably into him more than he's into her. But again, you knew he was going to go in for the kiss. It was basically a fuck you, Chelsea. Watch this video. Yeah. I, I they are not, we said all along we think they're fake anyway, but they are not staying together after this. One I owe to Dave. And I don't think <laughs> any of them who are couples, Tom and Sophia and Chelsea and Blake, none of them are staying together either as couples. It'll no. just be some you'll the old classic, we're gonna remain friends on social media with, <laughs> with the special Dale and Claire motivational speech, Dave. Life is for living and this is another day with a sunset rise in the background. Some <laughs> bullshit. Hashtag live goals, hashtag happy, hashtag Wash that man right out of my hair, Dave. There you go. <laughs> I've grown as a person. Yeah. I've been on a journey and I've experienced trauma in my life and blah, blah, <laughs> fucking blah. I'm so much better for it. Oh, God, I fucking oh, hate those bloody you know. Instagram posts. Oh, you, <laughs> you, you know what, Dave, as well? And this is slightly off topic. I, I was on our Instagram the other day. Did you see the lineup for Bachelor in Paradise? Potentially. No, no I haven't oh looked at it Oh, my God. Well, Queen Victoria, it looks like she's oh, getting in there. fucking oh, hell. I know. And then also, <laughs> fucking Superman himself, what was he called? He was like Superman off the bat. Oh, fucking Harvard boy. Yeah. Um, um, oh, what's his name? Him and, and a young, one of the young girls who's about 22. So he's he's 36, he's 22. And, and everyone's saying these are the fakest couples we've ever seen. You know, like they've just put yeah. them together, Dave. It's pathetic. Victoria's with somebody from the season. 
who we had no relation to, or, or maybe not, maybe one of the guys off the Bachelorette. I just saw this. It was almost like it was almost like Street Fighter, like a fight one v one. You know, like a, when they saw like Tyson v Lennox Lewis or something, and you've got all the boxers underneath. It was like that. It was like a tale of the tape type of thing. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. sorry to depress you there, Dave. But yeah, it was it was just ridiculous how that Victoria is going to get more airtime. Ridiculous. You know, I kind of want to watch it now, though. Yeah, we're going to like, watch ang- it, don't you? Angrily watch it. <laughs> yeah. Like, in a bad mood because I have to watch it, but I have to fucking watch it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, don't worry, Dave. I've already penciled us in, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, though, Dave. Just moving on from the Tom and Chelsea stuff. This situation with Kendall, Nicole, and Alexis. I mean, Alexis oh, is going full bunny boiler. Nicole knows what she's doing. And Kendall... The thing is with Kendall, we've talked about him enough over this series. We know what he's about. He's done the business. He still thinks Erica, he can have some sort of saving grace conversation. Not going to happen, mate. But I'm not happy about this situation with Alexis. I think Kendall, if he is going to get rid of Erica, Alexis is not the one for him, Dave. She's absolutely going to John Wayne bob at him if he carries on. Because he was <laughs> the way she acted was so childish. I know she's... Because what, what made me laugh, I and mean, it was really annoying me about Alexis, was she was acting as if she was Erica, and they were this couple who've been together for years, and I was like, you've been together for about three weeks. It's really bizarre. Yeah, I... Oh, I've got complicated thoughts on this one. I, I don't think... I don't think what Erica did was childish. I, I, I wouldn't put it in that bracket. But I did sort of chuckle to myself, thinking... Well, you've basically got this guy to cheat on his girlfriend. And now, in this scenario, you're the girlfriend and you've got the ump now. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's not... not, I don't think it was a a childish reaction, but I did sort of think, well, what the fuck did you think was going to happen here? (laughs) You know, and... and, um, you know, Kendall, he's he's fucking he's cute, cool as a cucumber with it, isn't he? Though he's just fucking rolling with it and just being a bit like a politician and just you know not committing himself or you know until he really has to with both Alexis and Nicole, he's he's saying the right things to just leave the door open for both of them, and it's like you know I, I, again, look, I I think it's despicable behaviour, quite honestly, but. It's fucking great TV, isn't it? Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> He's just out for Without front of him, yeah. without him, this wouldn't be as good a season. I, I think this yeah. is, for drama, I think this has been a little bit below par on the previous two seasons that we've seen. I agree, but Dave, he's just having another freeze a minute. Let's be honest. There's, there's no there's no two ways about it. He's waiting for one little glance, one little nod or wink, and he will be straight in there. So I think that is his play on this. It's just the jolly boys for him. Well, I think it, it's... I'm not even thinking just the threesome. I think if there was more time... Right, and he didn't have to make a call because we get the final dates. Old Mark Wahlberg comes in, doesn't he? It's, it's talking about, you know, these are your last dates and they're going to be overnighters and whatever. So Kendall, at that point, he has to make a decision. And, I, I, you know, I don't know if it's just the editing, the, the playing up the fact there's a bit of a decision to be made there. I wasn't sure. I thought for a minute he was going to go for Nicole just because, well... He's he's played about with Alexis now, hasn't he? You know, yeah. he's been there, done that, so to speak, uh, or literally. Um, 
you know, and I, I thought, well, you might want to, you know, see what it's like with Nicole one-on-one. Um, I, I just thought he was desperately trying to keep his o- options open as much as he could, but he kind of had to uh, go with Alexis in the end. Yeah, and, and, and I think, like, you know, we get Mark turn up, and like you say, we ended up with this whole uh, picking the final dates, which was quite interesting. And I don't, I don't think there was any shocks with who the girls were. Obviously, everyone picks, um, what's that guy called? Um, John, is it? Uh, Jesse, sorry. Uh, Blake with, with Chelsea, Erica. Uh, you know, so, so you've got all these people, Dave, and they picked him, no problem. And I, obviously, we see uh, Griffin goes, the, the footballer guy and stuff like that. No problem. I, 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 I find it bizarre that they're going to stay over, but there is, a, there is a decision where you don't have to share the bed and all that. But the guys... I was really shocked by Julian's pick, Dave, picking Tula. I'm not, I mean, mm. they've obviously got a good relationship, but they've not shown it enough on the screen. And it was purely a friendship relationship because we know how that went because he ended up looking for rings and stuff, didn't he? But I was quite <laughs> shocked by that because he'd, he'd been with the other girl, Annie, the, the fiery like Latino one who looks like uh, Kristen, you know, so I was quite shocked. But, you know. Yeah. I, I thought th- their relationship turned, and I, I can't remember her name either. Their relationship turned when she had to go at everyone for nicking the food <laughs> when she was cooking, didn't, didn't it? Yeah. You know, he was really close to her at one point, and then I think he just saw that aspect to her and, and didn't really fancy it that much. And ultimately, you know, it's it's almost a meaningless date anyway, isn't it? You know, he just wants to uh, pick out a ring, you know, for someone else. So it's not a date, is it? It's just like, you know, just help me pick out a ring. Um but where do you think that's going to go, Chris? Because, you know, he's going to pop the question. He seems like he's had his come to Jesus moment and and he's all in. You know, he's discovered things for himself. But I don't know if he had to discover anything about himself anyway. I think the reason they're there is more to do with Kristen's kind of insecurities about where he's at. So I think he's going to pop the question there, but I'm not sure what the answer's going to be. That, you know what? You've took the words out of my mouth because when she he rang her dad, I went for a dad. A dad. There was a moment where it looked like a dad was going to go. You know what? Fuck off! You've hurt my daughter. You're not. I, yeah. I was. You know the weird bit. I don't know whether it's the editing or because it was a video link on FaceTime or Skype or whatever they were doing. But there was one bit, and then his dad's like that. That, her dad, sorry, is like that. That's all I want for her. You know, that's all I want. So yeah. I am with you. I am not convinced that. She is going to say yes. I, I, she may do when we get the fairy tale ending for them, which we predicted a couple of episodes ago, especially with his reaction to like he was upset about a brother and obviously she was and stuff. I'm not sure. I think more on his side. He seems to be the one who's changed, but it may be too little too late. Mm. But again, I think if she's going to turn him down, she just needs to fucking get off the pot then, doesn't she? Yeah. She needs to properly break up with him. It's either marriage or break up. Yeah. Because you can't just keep keep on, you know, in this state of, oh, he cheated however many years. What was it? Six or seven years ago or something? Yeah. Yes. We, we spoke about it last year. 2014, episode, I, I think it was. That yeah. was it. Yeah, yeah. So six or seven. Well, it's probably they filmed it last year, probably, didn't they? So six years ago. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just not sure about it. Well, no. fucking ditch him then. Yeah. That's what I mean. I said that to you. Know, the, 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 that yeah. relationship has been hanging over 
their relationship. Sorry, that cheating has been hanging over their relationship for longer than they've been to, for the longer than yeah. the good times they had. We, as we yeah, worked yeah, out yeah. from what they were together. But David did like Nicole's response as she got binned off. She's like, I'm just waiting for a text message on the outside. I'll be straight round. You know, you, you, <laughs> no wonder yeah. they don't like each other. You mentioned you'd, you'd seen a podcast with them on David. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, they were on reality, Steve. And so, I mean, they see the edited episodes. So when they did the podcast, Erica wouldn't have seen... Alexis wouldn't have seen Nicole say that. Um, I think she's just going off the time they spent on the island. So I think that would have pissed her off even more. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, again, uh, you can see that that's definitely going to happen. You know? Yeah. Whoever... Kendall leaves with on the on the island is is fine. Whatever, that's the show done. Yeah, guaranteed they'll be meeting up as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Dave. And and I think as well, like you know, moving on to the dates, Erica's in the situation there. She kisses Jesse, doesn't she? The helicopter ride, the waterfall, the whole mm. thing. She goes in for the kiss, and she does sort of kiss him, and then she she sort of regrets it. I don't think she's got anything to regret about that because of what's happened I, you know I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to next week's episode because I can't wait for her and Kendall they've got to save them two for the end day or Tom and Chelsea it's going to be a proper kickoff get Julian and Kristen out of the way he proposes everyone goes off and rides off into the sunset get rid of Corey and Erin uh, but then them four Dave it's got to be a battle royale it's got to be an absolute <laughs> kickoff some reality TV shit we've got to see some proper kicking off i can't wait i can't wait for chelsea's justification of why she kissed blake <laughs> first because tom's oh, gonna end up apologizing it'll be fucking tom's fault all exactly. of it will be tom's fault yeah. um you know despite you know she was the one who made the moves first i still want to see chelsea explain the fact that she fucking called blake a massive fake and everyone else agreed and then she just did a 180 because she got some attention but um, I tell you what, Chris, the, the, the views on some of these days, just fantastic. You know, some of the waterfalls, uh, you know, just I, I thought it was bloody brilliant. And um, yeah, I, thought, I, I tell you what, I was a little bit surprised. You mentioned about Erica kissing Jesse. And then I was more surprised that when it got to the end of the day, you know, he, he followed her into the room there. And I, mm. that sort of went from naught to 100 very quickly, didn't it? Because she's been so standoffish like in this this whole kind of series. And then, yeah, I, I, I didn't expect that. No, no. And, and, and I think as well, because to be fair to Chelsea, she didn't invite Blake into a room, Dave, on her date. Yeah, and that surprised me as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I give her credit. And I though. thought... Yeah, I thought, oh, there you, you've done it. That is how you maintain the moral high ground. So, so that's she's absolutely going to throw that back uh, at Tom. And, and I tell you what, I, you know, I, I don't scour the social media because it just does my head in, quite honestly. But I, I have seen a few comments. There are a lot of like Chelsea supporters out there. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it as well, Dave. We've not had a lot of abuse, yeah. thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i don't check social media that often um but yeah no it's a, it's a lot of people kind of think she is 100 percent in the right i definitely don't see it that way but i thought oh that's brilliant and i've said that she is a bit like claire from the bachelorette and i i think that is just 
that's another data point where you say, yeah, that is brilliant. That is how you still maintain your victim status, you know, because you didn't, you didn't spend the night. So therefore that's, but Tom did, you know, Tom did. So he is the villain of the piece. And so, yeah, well played Chelsea. Well played. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I I think as well, Dave, like, just sort of, I mean, we've sort of gone through everyone really, haven't we, over and over. I think I think the situation with Julian, I mean, I talked about it before, but, but that, that was going to come to a natural conclusion. And like I say, just show us at the start. Everyone else, I am ready for the kickoff. Erin and Corey's going to be interesting, but get that, get rid of them because they're fucking boring anyway. I want to see, I want to see some blood next week, Dave. I want to see some proper <laughs> virtual reality, yeah, virtual reality, reality TV kickoffs and, and on a side note anybody out there and I've, I've been trying to get you to watch this we did i think you tried to watch one episode of the last series not the one that's just been on dave we have watched the the circle the uk one and we've now started watching the circle on netflix the american one season one which is ridiculous because it's filmed in salford which is about three miles away from my house and they actually got the people from america to come over, they show the block of flats in Salford, but all the outside shots are a city in America, as if they're filming it in America. <laughs> but they actually filmed it in Manchester, in, in old Salford, in, in the UK. But I'm obsessed with it, Dave. We absolutely love it, absolutely love it. And I've said to you off the podcast that I did nearly apply for this series, Dave, and I've started filling my application in. I may be going on as catfish, Mr. Dave Horrocks, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's not far enough away, though, is it? Like, I, I think I was thinking about this. I, I mean, you could go on as me, but I, I don't think that scores you any points with anyone, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ultimately, you know, it's a middle-aged bloke from the, the northwest. Yeah, true. Less of the middle-aged. Yeah, know? less of the middle-aged, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just go on there. Uh, Maybe just go on as myself, maybe then. But uh, but yeah, it's something. It's a great show. Anyone listening out there, if you've got Netflix, I'm sure it's on Netflix USA for all our US listeners and that, and uh, Aussie friends as well. So it's just yeah. ridiculous. It's stupid, but it's great. When people have been catfished, Dave, and they're like, oh, I don't believe it. Like there's a girl circle at the moment, and there's only one of them who's a girl. The other two are guys <laughs> pretending to be girls, but they're having girl code and girl club. It's brilliant. It's just ridiculous show. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. And we did get asked about the challenge, didn't we? I know um, we, we were talking about that, but I think we've missed the boat on that one, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, we have to be fair. I think a few people asked us that. I'd, I think that's on Netflix as well. The challenge is on. I'm not sure what series it is, but it's definitely on Netflix. Yeah. I kind of. I know we've done the Netflix shows like Love is Blind, Who Hot to Handle and stuff like that, but I kind of like the interaction we get, you know, with these weekly shows when we can kind of see what's, you know, we don't know what's happening, you you can't binge it or anything. So we'll, we'll have to see when this one finishes because on, so there's supposed to be 12 episodes of this according to IMDb, yeah. um, but it feels like surely next, they're on the final dates now, episode nine, feels like there's only one episode left, doesn't there? Yeah, it does to me. I, I thought there was only 10 episodes, and I think the way the Julian thing is framing, where are they going to go if he proposes to her, Dave? You can't have him for another two episodes saying he's going to propose to her, can you? It must be next week. It must be. And maybe there's a reunion episode. Could, could, 
squeeze out a reunion, yeah, and that, again, that'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually good fun, isn't it, when they all come back. Um, but yeah, so let's just see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll, we'll finish when we finish, and then we'll figure out what what it is we're gonna do. No, he's been brilliant again today, Dave, and great for everyone listening. Like you know, we've gone through we've nine episodes. We've got one more, possibly, possibly one more to go. I've enjoyed this, and like I say, if it wasn't for Kendall, Dave, we'd have nothing really in this series. So he's kept it rocking and rolling, <laughs> whichever side of the fence you you see him morally. So no, really, really good. And again, Dave, we've got three amazing patrons today. So we've got Kent Gustafson, we've got Lucky Lulu Green, who are both producers, and our good friend Lauren. And I'm not biting Dave when she tries to go for me when she sends me. You know, she supports <laughs> another coffee. So thank you, Lauren. It's patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast if you want to support us guys we really appreciate it and as always if you want to email us cdrealitycast at gmail.com or if you want to follow us on social media at cdrealitycast so uh, yep another good episode there dave awesome mate so that's another week in the bag we've got a whole week to wait now to find out what happens next and uh yeah it's been great to speak to you mate and i'll speak to you next time take care everyone bye <laughs>